Welcome to She Wins Podcast, the business, entrepreneurship, and lifestyle podcast for you to get the tools, the tips, and the knowledge to start and grow a successful online business. We're going to be having fun talks and discussions with experts in the industry on topics like business, marketing, branding, and much more, where you will learn actionable tips that you can apply to your own business. We're here to encourage you and empower you to start your own online business and guide you through the journey. My name is Fatia and I'm your host. So let's get into today's episode. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to today's episode. Hope you're all doing great. Hope you're all doing amazing. I'm really excited to be here today because I know that today you're going to learn some great stuff. You're going to literally... Some things are going to change in your life. But before we get into today's interview, today's podcast is brought to you by SheWays Membership, the community for female entrepreneurs to come together, connect, collaborate, but also learn and grow their business. This is a membership where you're going to have access to action plan, masterclasses, workshops, and this is going to help you take your business from A to Z. If you're starting your business from scratch right now, SheWiz membership is the place for you to be because you're not only going to get coaching, but you're also going to get support and accountability every single month. So make sure you check out the membership at SheWizMastermind slash membership. SheWizMastermind slash membership. So as I was saying, I'm excited about today's episode and today's guest. Her name is Angel Richards, and she's the founder and CEO of Helping Others Transform. So Angel helps people declutter. She helps people get rid of that emotional, physical, and spiritual clutter. You might be asking yourself, what exactly does Angel does? Angels helps you get clear around your identity, who you are, and who you want to be. He, she helps you get rid of that clutter so you can literally fall into the person that you want to be. I said enough about Angel. So welcome to the show, Angel. Tell us a little bit more about your background and what you do. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, you know, my journey as an entrepreneur started a little over 10 years ago. And it really came from a place of needing extra income. I was a classroom teacher, a single mom of four. And I realized that, you know, the teacher salary wasn't going to cut it. And I decided that I can use whatever gifts and talents and skills I already had to generate more income. So I became a tutor. And as I was a tutor, I started thinking about, you know, how can I start this as a business versus just being a tutor and, you know, making money on the side? How can I turn this into a real business? So I started the tutoring company. And although it did well, and I actually hired some tutors on, I had a great amount of students that were getting tutoring. I didn't really understand entrepreneurship or business. And so when life started to happen, it was something I just gave up on. I felt like it was too much. It was too hard. And I went back in my bubble of being comfortable with my job. But over time, I realized that it was not just entrepreneurship was not just about being um, a business owner. It wasn't just about another stream of income, but it had a lot to do with purpose Mm. and 
I decided that, you know what, I want to walk in my purpose. And I started network marketing and that led me to actually launching my second business, which is my company now helping others transform. So for 10 years, I've been a life coach. I've written books and spoke um, in different places to empower women. But interesting enough, I didn't think of entrepreneurship as ever a goal or an aspiration. It was something that kind of just happened due to the challenges in my own life and me needing something more to sustain me. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. And that's really the reason why most people start building businesses. And how was your journey at the beginning? Was the, obviously you said that you went back to work. What changed after you left your work again, your job again? Well, I didn't quit my job the first time. I quit the business that was on the side. I always kept my job because I knew that, you know, I didn't have all the skills and the confidence that I needed as an entrepreneur. So I kept my job and I did my business on the side. And when I gave up the business, I just continued to do my job. Now, almost five years ago, I did quit my job. So it took me about six years to really get to a place where I felt comfortable leaving my career and going Mm. full time in my business. And what happened for me was I realized that I was making almost as much money in my business as I was my career. And I thought to myself, well, if I had more free time, I could even double that. And it would be less headache, less stress, less politics going on. And I can, you know, spend more time with my kids and have more time to focus on my health and mentally, emotionally, physically, and just be in a better place because teaching had become for me a toxic place. There was a lot of things happening in the school district and I just wasn't happy anymore. And So my business became my safe place, my happy place. So eventually when I realized that I was able to walk away from my career financially, I made that leap. Now, some people take that leap of faith and they do it afraid. But when you have four children that are depending on you, you have to be strategic. And so I strategically created an exit plan and I was able to leave and haven't looked back since. And how did you deal with the fear? What was your mindset after? Because I know that a lot of people want to actually quit their job and start an online business, but they have this fear because they think maybe today I'm profitable, but in a year, maybe I'm not going to be profitable profitable in my business. Can I take that risk? And they're paralyzed by fear. How did you deal with that type of fear? Yes, there was a lot of fear. There was a lot of fear even after I quit. There's still fear that that shows up (laughs) now. But what I had to do was really work on my my belief system. You know, my mindset has shifted. I was in a positive place. I was motivated. I felt empowered. But my belief system was still lacking. And so there's a difference between our mindset and our beliefs. And so even though my mind was set on going after my dreams, being an entrepreneur, growing my business, my beliefs still were, can I do this? Do I have enough information or resources? You know, is it going to last? Will I fail? Mm. What are people going to think? And so all of those things started to really show up when I quit my job because I didn't have that comfort zone. I didn't have a check coming in two weeks. I didn't have the camaraderie of my coworkers. It was just me at home in my office and trying to keep myself motivated and positive. And if I could just be honest, I went through a depression in the very beginning after I quit my job. Yeah, so I left my job and I thought, 
you know, this is going to be perfect. I get to take my kids to school every day. I get to go to the gym in the morning. I get to, you know, make dinner before they get home. All the things that I thought, you know, would make my life better and easier and make me a better mom, better girlfriend, all these things. Um, I found myself really depressed. I um, was home by myself. You know, I went from being in the classroom with 30, 40 kids, you know, having coworkers to now just being home by myself on yeah. the laptop, on the phone. And so it was very lonely. And I questioned, did I make the right decision? Did I do the right thing? Mm-hmm. But I kept pushing forward because I knew that there was a reason I quit. I always had to remind myself my, of why I left because yeah. I wanted to be able to help more women. I wanted to be able to make a greater impact and I needed more time to do it. Mm-hmm. So even though it was challenging mentally, emotionally, even financially, I had invested in a program right after I quit my job and lost $3,000 because it was a scam. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, like I, I had a lot of fear show up right when I quit that could have made anybody go beg for their job back. But mm-hmm. I stayed committed to my commitment and I moved forward. There were ups and downs. There were good months and bad months. There were months where I even had to go back and borrow money from my parents just to be able to pay my bills. Mm-hmm. And That's the part of entrepreneurship that a lot of people are afraid of and embarrassed about. But in the end, if you're really committed to what you're saying you want to do and how you want to serve people, then you have to push past that and you have to work through those challenges and look for ways to overcome them. And little by little and over time, those problems were no longer problems. Mm -hmm. But it did happen. It made me stronger. It made me wiser in how I invested my money how I spent my time, who yeah. I engaged with, what type of people I did business with. So I learned a lot from the trials that I felt um, that I felt and I experienced when I quit my job. It yeah. wasn't easy, but it was worth it. Because again, I haven't looked back. Yeah, definitely. People are scared of what might happen. But at the end of the day, the results will literally let you forget about the ups and downs in the journey. So let's focus on what you do right now. So what do you do? What's your specialty with helping others transform? So I'm a life coach, but specifically a clarity coach. So Mm -hmm. what I do is I help women get clear around areas where they feel confused, areas where they may feel stuck, where they may feel overwhelmed. And I really deal with the mental and emotional clutter. So of course we know that there's clutter in our houses and you know, all those types of things. People always think like I'm an organizer or something. But what I really do is I help women declutter from the inside out mentally and emotionally so they can have more peace, happiness, and success. What I realize is that You know, we may have money problems, we may have relationship problems, we may have issues in our career or even with our health, but a lot of those issues stem from something mental or emotional. Yeah. And so I like to deal with women in those two areas because I know when they get those two areas cleared up, they can see a change in the other areas of their life just because they were able to deal with what was happening on the inside. A lot of times we'd like to tackle the issues on the outside of us because it's easier Mm -hmm. and dealing with ourselves and looking at ourselves in the mirror and really challenging ourselves to unlearn some things, you know, to let go of things, to heal from things that could be really hard. And so Mm -hmm. oftentimes we'll do all the other stuff that's easier. You know, I'll work on my credit or I'll go to the gym or I'll date 
And we do all those things because they're easier than sitting down, being still, and healing from our own trauma and our own drama. Yeah. So how do we do that? Can you give us some tips that will help us start to declutter in our lives? Yes. So what I would say, I, I always talk about the three C's, clarity, confidence, and courage. So number one, we have to seek clarity. Whether you're a woman, um, a male, whether it's an entrepreneur, a career person, you know, somebody climbing the corporate ladder, a mom, a wife, or a single, young or old, it doesn't matter. Because sometimes we think titles and labels, you know, if we're a six-figure earner or if we just have a job, you know, being a housekeeper, it doesn't matter what you do. You should always seek clarity. And clarity means that I'm not going to pretend that I don't see it or hear it. I'm not going to pretend that I don't know what's going on. I'm going to seek answers. I'm going to really look at my life for what it is and figure out, well, why am I this way? Why are these things happening to me? How am I going to make the changes? What do I need to do differently? Who can support me? Who has to go? These are the questions that you have to ask yourself when you really want to get clear. Oftentimes, we don't want to ask ourselves that. We'd rather just say we didn't know or pretend we didn't know. Mm. But when you know better, you should do better. It's true. And so clarity is number one. And in my book, Clutter to Clarity, I ask a lot of clarifying questions. And people always say to me, I never thought about that. Well, that's the whole point of why I really encourage women to seek clarity because oftentimes we know what we know and we know what we don't know. Yes, yeah, but we don't know what we don't know until we're exposed to it, until somebody sheds light on that. Mm-hmm. So that's important. Number two is to be confident. Oftentimes we're talking about how we feel. I feel confident today. I don't feel confident tomorrow. And that's why being confident is necessary. We got to get past just wanting to feel it because feelings are fleeting. They come and go. You have a good day, you feel good. You have a bad day, you feel bad. But your confidence has to become something that's non-negotiable. Whether I have a lot of money or a little, whether I have a relationship or not, whether I'm, you know, the ideal body size or I'm 20 pounds, 30 pounds overweight, whether I'm employed or unemployed, whether I have clients or not, I still can choose to be the confident woman that God created me to be. Because I know that my value and my worth is not dependent on anything outside of who I am and who I was created to be. So we look at confidence from, I have success, I feel confident. I have a marriage, I feel confident. My kids are getting straight A's on their report cards, I feel confident. You know, I can fit these jeans, I feel confident. But what happens when your kid gets a D? Do you as a mom think, oh, I'm not a good mom because my kid didn't get it? Or what happens if your husband cheats? Do you think, oh, I'm not a good woman or a wife or I'm not enough because he cheated? You know, what happens when the scale doesn't say what you want it to say? Do you feel unworthy? So being confident is one of the most challenging works that we have to do as women because life and society always has some way of reminding us that we could do better Mm. but we have to know for ourselves that we are enough and we are worthy we are valuable we are needed no matter what we have or don't have and last number three would be not just to seek clarity and be confident but to have courage there's a difference between confidence and courage and i learned that lesson 
from a life coach that I had who would tell me you need to be more confident. And I realized, well, I am confident, but the real problem is I don't have courage. I wasn't bold enough to go after what I wanted. I wasn't mm. bold enough to say how I really felt, yeah. to ask for what I needed. I wasn't courageous enough. I had lots mm. of fear around yeah. what people like me. What will they say? How are they going to treat me different? Mm. So although I felt good about myself and I knew that I was good, yeah. I still didn't take the step, take the action, mm. make the move because I'd really struggle with courage. So I encourage women to work on being courageous in the little things yeah. so that when the bigger decisions show up, the bigger opportunities show up, you have that courage. You've built up that courage to say yes to what it is that you deserve. Yeah, and it's going to it's not going to be as hard as, you know, it is when you don't actually practice courage. And what's the mindset shift that needs to happen for us to be more confident, more courageous? So what you have to realize is that your subconscious mind is ruling your world, right? So mm -hmm. your subconscious mind will never make you a liar. Yeah. If you believe something about yourself, your subconscious mind will give you all the support you need. So if you believe that you are beautiful, that you are smart, that you are worthy, that you are successful, that you're capable, your subconscious mind is going to draw in all the support you need. The opportunities will show up. The yeah. support will show up. You know, you'll see yourself for who you believe you really are. But if you believe that you're not worthy, you're not smart enough, good enough, nothing good ever happens to you, you know, that um, bad things always seem to come your way, you know, people don't like you, your subconscious mind wants to support you. Yeah. So it's going to give you more reasons to believe that by showing you the people who don't support you, mm -hmm. giving you more reasons not to believe in yourself, allowing you to attract things that you don't want that's going to further support what you're saying about yourself. So the mindset shift that has to happen is that you have to understand that your subconscious mind is where that work has to be done. Yeah. On a conscious level, we do a lot of, you know, mindset work and empowerment and inspiration, mm -hmm. but you really got to get into your subconscious mind and look at what are the beliefs that I have? Yeah. What are the values that I have? Those core values that I have, you know, looking at not just doing the inner work. So what I teach women is in clutter free society is that we can't just do the inner work, you know, the yeah. praying, the meditation, the journaling, mm -hmm. you know, all of those things are great and necessary and they help, but you have to do the identity work. Yeah. The mindset shift that really changes the game is when you look at how can I step into the identity mm -hmm. of the woman that I say I want to be, the wife that I want to be, the entrepreneur that I want to be. How do I step into the identity of that person? What would she do? One of the things my clients ask themselves is what would she do? And when they say she, they're meaning the best version of myself, yeah. the most confident version of myself, the mm. most courageous version of myself, the positive version of myself. So they're stepping into the identity of the woman they want to become and they're making decisions and taking action from that space. I'm a huge believer in that, so I love the work that you're doing. I, I always say that you should actually work on your subconscious because that's where every, everything begins. So either you talk or your beliefs are negative or positive, your subconscious agrees with you and your subconscious says yes. So we really need to take care of what we say and what our inner beliefs are. So what's the biggest lesson you've learned in your entrepreneurship journey? 
the biggest lesson I've learned? Hmm, that's a really good question. I've learned so many lessons. The biggest lesson I've learned in my entrepreneur journey was to stay authentic, mm. to just be myself. Yeah. In the beginning, I was trying to be like a lot of the other people I was watching on YouTube or podcasts I was listening to. So a lot of my teachings and just the tips that I shared back then and even the persona that I was showing up in was not 100% authentic to me. Yeah. So today I'm just fully all out myself. You know, I, I really show up being the authentic woman that I am because that's what I also encourage other women to do. And I know that I'm not for everyone. I know that everyone's not going to like me or agree with me, but I know that those that I'm really assigned to serve and here to help will, that my story will resonate with them. My lifestyle will resonate with them. My teachings will resonate with them. And so I don't have to be anybody else or act any other type of way other than who I am to be successful in life and business. That was the biggest and hardest lesson that I had to learn because even though I started to know that I still didn't fully walk in it because there was still that belief in the back of my mind that, you know, what are they going to think if I change now, if I really become who I am, they think I'm this person. If I become who I really am, then they're going to think that this version of me isn't real when the version of me that I've always been. So I had to, again, make the decision not to concern myself with what other people were going to think and say, they're going to talk anyway and just really peel back the layers, take the mask off and just be who I am. And that has changed the game for me, especially in my business tremendously. I created more success for myself being myself. Mm, that's really good. So tell us more about your book. Where can we find it and what we're going to learn in the book? So the book is called Clutter to Clarity, a simple guide to decluttering your life, reaching your goals and living your dream. And it is available on Amazon. And so the book walks you through the key areas of your life. We talk about mental clutter, Mm -hmm. you know, the things that are overwhelming you and consuming you, the thoughts that you have every single day when you wake up and how it's affecting you. We talk about emotional clutter. You know, a lot of times our heart means well, but because we've been hurt, and we've been broken and we've been disappointed, we allow that to run our lives and to decide who we show up as and what we decide to go after. And so we declutter emotionally. We declutter spiritually. A lot of times people have been raised with certain beliefs that have been passed down that they really don't believe or they really don't resonate with. Um, There's been things that we've been told over and over that we believe about, you know, who our creator is or the universe or whatever your belief system is. And so I encourage people in the book to seek God for yourself. What, what do you feel is truly who God has been in your life? How has God shown up for you, you know, and walk from there, not just from what others are telling you, because that's where that disconnect and why we feel so disconnected from, you know, the source, because we're going based off what everyone else says versus what we know for ourselves and our own experiences. So we really just go through every area. We deal with finances. We deal with health and wellness. We deal with your environment, your careers, businesses. We get into, at the end of the book, talking about goals and dreams and the vision for your life. And so it's not just a book. It's a guide and it's a journal Yeah. because there's questions at the end of the section. Because I want women not to just read the book, close it, and be motivated and feel great and then forget about it. 
but to really answer the questions and create a plan of what they're going to do differently, what they're going to do better, what yeah. they're going to do next. And what's the book, your favorite book or book that changed everything for you at a stage of your business or your life? You know, the book that changed the game for me very early on is The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. Hmm. Um, when I read The 10X Rule, and it, it comes from a very masculine space. Yeah. And when I read it, it kind of was like that shake that I needed to wake me up. Mm. I felt like he shook, he grabbed my shoulders and shook me <laughs> and said, Angel, get it together. You could do this, but you got to do better. You got to do more because mm. I was really playing it safe in the beginning of my business. Yeah. And so I was getting some success, but not a whole lot. And when mm. I read the 10 X rule, I actually listened to the audiobook by Grant Cardone. He yeah. really, really talked about, okay, look at what you're doing now. 10 X it. How can you 10 X your effort? And yeah. so that changed everything for me because I realized, although I thought I was quote unquote working hard, I really was working safe. Mm -hmm. And so when I started to 10 X everything that I was doing and take everything I was doing to the next level, of course, my business started to grow and my success started to really show up for me because I was showing up for myself. Yeah, that's really good. And one thing you would do differently if you could go back in time? If, oh, that's a good question. Okay, so what I would do differently for sure, without a shadow of a doubt, is I would think twice before I purchased or invested in anything business-related. In the beginning, I, was, I had the shiny object syndrome. Every new class, every new event, every new coach. I was following that person. I was downloading their freebies. I was opting into stuff. I was buying the courses. And I spent so much money on stuff that either I never opened yeah. or I started and never finished or things that really were things I already knew. But because mm -hmm. I you know, wanted the latest and greatest, I kept investing and investing. So the thing that I would do differently now is make sure that I'm investing my money wisely, yeah. making sure that, and it's what I do now. I invest my money wisely. I make sure that it's something I truly need and that it's going to move the needle in my business. If it's not going to move the needle in my business, then it's not going to be something that I'm willing to invest in. Yeah, and that makes so much sense, especially after you lost that money at the beginning. Because I believe that every every little money, it doesn't matter how we earn it, it definitely has a lot of impact in our lives. So you losing that money probably had an impact in your life. Absolutely. Without I lost that money. It wasn't my choice. It was something that happened. But there's other money that I've lost because I wasn't thinking wisely. Mm. I was you know, not really thoroughly looking at what do I really need? I was so hungry to grow my business, but I didn't have a lot of guidance. And that's also why I believe so strongly in coaching and mentorship, because now I run things by my coach and say, Hey, what do you, I saw this program or I saw this, you know, event. What do you think about this? And she can ask me some great questions that will help me decide, do I really need it? Yeah. Is it worth me really yeah. going? And that's made a difference for me. Sometimes we do need that, you know, outside voice um, when it comes to things in our businesses. Yeah, definitely. Because sometimes we literally get in sucked in our own like thoughts and stuff because it can be very overwhelming building a business and you feel like I know I need to invest because in order to grow, I need to invest. But are you investing in what's really worth it? 
So yeah, that's really good. And what's the best advice you've ever received? Mm, best advice. So I had a coach when in the early years of my business. And I remember one day I was crying and I was frustrated and I called her and I said, you know, I'm doing everything that you told me to do. Mm. I'm working so hard. I'm doing my best and nothing's happening. I'm not getting clients. My email list isn't building. I'm not making any money. I'm not getting booked for speaking. I, you know, I'm doing my best, but nothing's working. And she said to me, she said, well, if you're doing your best and it's not working, then maybe you need to find a new best. Mm. And it was like, whoa, I, I was offended when she said that. Cause I thought she doesn't understand here. I am a single mom. I'm trying, I'm doing this. I'm working hard. I got a job and I'm trying to run a business. I had all these excuses and I really had made myself a victim. Mm -hmm. And when she said, find a new best. And she said, it so matter of fact. And after that phone call, I decided, you know what? She's right. If, if I say I'm giving it my all and it's not really working, then I need to reevaluate it instead of whining and complaining and being a victim. I need to take some time to evaluate what's really going on and find a new best. And that's what I did. And it's what I do all the time when those feelings start to creep in. And I think, oh, I'm doing my best. I'm trying to grow. And, you know, and I don't see the results maybe that I want to see. I ask myself, okay, what could you do differently? How could you find a new best in this situation? That's such a good advice. And you're like, oh my God, that's literally like great. So some kind of an instability in your world because you're like, I'm giving it my all. I'm giving it my best that all I could. And she's telling you that's maybe that's not really your best. It gets you yeah. thinking. And <laughs> do, you, do you have a mantra? I do. Mm. My peace, happiness, and success are non-negotiable. My peace, happiness, and success are non-negotiable. It's actually the mantra of my coaching program, Clutter Free Society, mm -hmm. because... Yeah. Until you make your peace, happiness, and success non-negotiable, it'll always be up for discussion, mm -hmm. which means that someone can always come in and change your mind about what's best for you. And so when you make it non-negotiable, that means no matter what people think or say or feel, I'm going to do what I need to do to protect my peace, my happiness, and my success by any means necessary. Oh, that's so good. So how can our listeners connect with you? So I'm on social media on every platform, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And I'm at Hot Coaching. And Hot stands for Helping Others Transform, which is the name of my company. So yeah. at Hot Coaching on social media and also HelpingOthersTransform.com. I think we've learned like some good tips about like creating clarity in our life and actually, you know, focusing on what really matters. So thank you so much for being here today and for sharing with us so many valuable tips. Thank you so much for having me. It's been fun. If you enjoyed today's episode, just take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram. We can't wait to connect with you. Also, if this is your first time here and you want to join the SheWins community, just head over to SheWinsMasterMind.com and register. Apart from that, you can connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at SheWinsMasterMind.com where you can also send us your questions and we're going to answer them in the next episode. Thank you for listening. See you in the next episode.